Welcome to the Real Deal Podcast. I'm Matty Marshall, and I'm lucky enough to have Mike Hinman, who's coaching Dynasty now, but he's played for some big teams. Uh, played for the Bushwhackers, also played for Aftershock, and also played for Dynasty. I remember, you know, like it was almost yesterday, being down at the Headhunter store in Miramesa when you or in Miramar, whatever, when you're walking in as a young kid, and now here we are, like just older, you know what I mean? Like, I look in the mirror, I still feel like I'm 18, but then I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, fucking quickly reminded I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I look we're all mirror. growing up and like, you know, Glenn, he's out of college now, dude's got a job. Like, who didn't see that one coming? Ray Charles saw that one coming, you know what I mean? Like, dude's got a job, he can't play 15 events a year anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you either be dominant, and for me, like, I know firsthand, you know what I mean? Like, aftermath, we were mediocre in two leagues. And then we went to one league, not that we ever won, but all of a sudden, you know, two, Chicago, two years in a row, we got second place, which is rough. Our last event we ever played MAO, we got third place. You know what I mean? Like, we started consistently doing better because you just focus on one league. And you yeah. can actually see, like, who has real jobs and who doesn't yeah. on our team. Because, like, the guys that want to play every tournament, like, not, not to be rude, but they can take that kind of time off. Guys like Oliver, you know, he's trying to do a business, like... I think Oliver loves paintball, and I think he'll continue to do this until his knees fall off. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, I he, he's got you know he's got to be a big kid like we all do, and we we got to focus on just being good at one thing. You know what I mean? And like, you see that in other professional sports, like NBA guys. When the year is over in the NBA, some guys aren't on the Olympic team right now because they're injured, they're nicked up, dinged up, and they're focused on getting healthy for the real sport, which is the NBA next year. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's. It's frustrating, you know what I mean? It's frustrating when you sit with a group of guys and it's obvious that the majority of people just don't want to do something anymore. And there's a couple guys that speak loud, so everybody kind of like, out of a friendship thing, like, oh man, yeah, like, I got to do what Maddie wants to do, even though I don't really want to do this. And it's for what, you know what I mean? Like, what's the, for yeah. what? Like, there's no, no reward in it anymore, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What's crazy is you can have a 12-man roster like we do with all the young guys at the back end, and like every dude is willing to cut the other dude's throat to get on that 10-man PSP roster, and we could give away a thousand bucks, and some of those younger kids don't want to go to the other league. Like that, if that speaks volumes to me, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's but you know like you don't want to say anything out loud about it because you don't want to be rude because I got friends on the other side of the fence. Yeah, you know what I mean? You don't want to be. Like, that's their whole life, you know? You don't want to piss on their parade, but yeah, there's a reality. Like, you show up to a PSP, man, like, you never know what sits around the next corner for you. Like, it's deep. The water's deep there. Big sharks swim in that water. Going on MPPL, it's kind of like, you know, like, the water's not that deep. There's good teams there. No question. There's great players there. Like, is a ref going to screw me? Is this going to be the end of it? You know what I mean? Like, it's just not the same, you know what I mean? It definitely... It's crazy to see, you know what I mean? Like from the inside out, like looking at the internal strife on teams, you know what I mean? Like, and there's just no need for it anymore, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd rather be great at five events than half past the 10, simply put, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. And you see teams like Houston Heat coming up right now. You know, that their roster isn't full of talent. Sarge is an intelligent man, or Randy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We'll call him Sarge. He's intelligent dude, but those dudes focus on X-Ball. And if they go play something else, like the CXBL or something like that, but their primary focus is by far and away the PSP. 
Like, I could not imagine their dudes not showing up to practice. Like, when they came down here for our last practice with the Ironman and us, every dude's there, except for one one of the Russians, Sergey, I think, had a visa issue, so it wasn't there Saturday, but it was there Sunday. Yeah. It's, uh... Well, I mean, their whole team um, is focused around winning that tournament series. They, they, they almost have practice sessions like the Russians. You know, yeah. they'll show up a couple weeks ahead of, or a week ahead of time and play the entire week. Um, and they're real, real focused. And, you know, if you look at the top teams right now, Damage, Heat, uh, Russians have taken second place in the past two events. Infamous, and, you know, Infamous plays the other league too, but, you know, they, these teams are giving a shit and it, it, and it shows, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at all, I mean, you pretty well knock off November, December, January, and most of February on our practice. Like, that's our off-season in this sport, you know what I mean? So now you're down to eight months times four weekends. 32, call it 36 weekends maybe total, of which if you're playing Millennium, MPPL, and PSP, 14 of those weekends are already taken by being overseas, and then what? You got to squeeze in practice somewhere there? So a weekend here, no weekends here, two weekends here, and how about three kids and what used to be a family, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard to have time, you know what I mean? Like, it's really tough to do all that, you know what I mean? So you're starting to see now, you know, like the teams and the PSP, Houston's a great team, like the teams that are jet, the Russians are a great team. If every team focused like that, you, you would see some different teams at the top, I believe. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if we focus like that, you know what I mean? Like, the Ironman's roster is still extremely young, still coming up. Their upside is tremendous, you know what I mean? Tremendous. But, but per pound for pound, right now, when you stack those guys against our guys, I still believe we can fill five guys that should be able to beat their times more times than they beat us. But the fact of the matter is, those guys have an objective, and it's five tournaments a year. And that's what they do. And if you want to go play with this team or that team, as long as it doesn't interfere with their schedule, it's good, you know what I mean? And you see teams like that. I guess another way to say it would be when you're sitting on a team with a loaded roster like we have and you underperform, you start looking for reasons like why are we not performing, which is a huge, like you see it on Pro Paintball or people say it on PB Nation or whatever your form is that you like to go for information, you know, and paintball and, you know, like Dynasty's underperformed all year and, you know, you sit back when you're the guy behind the steering wheel, you know what I mean, with his foot on the gas, like, why is it then, you know? It's the only thing I can come up with, you know what I mean? Because well, it's not a matter of talent on our team. There's no question about that. I mean, is so, this guy out of position? I was say, so break it down for the people at home. I mean, there's more probably arguably, I, I don't think it's arguable. I think there's more Dynasty fans out there than any other team, I would almost say by far. And uh, because of the level of dominance they had for so long during a very important uh, growth period in a lot of people's paintball lives when they were like, oh, which team do I? So even if, you're, even if you have Dynasty fans that may not have been like super hardcore Dynasty fans because they were so good for so long, you know, it's like you always want to root for the underdog when Dynasty was just whooping the shit out of everybody. But still, you know, I mean, you're still going to kind of probably a little bit like them, you know, so I'm just saying that, so there's a lot of people out there that want to know, you know, so I mean, from the horse's mouth, I mean, what break the team down right now? What do you think, in your opinion? I mean, it's a great team, you know what I mean? Like, I think we're just, we've played a lot of paintball, you know, when we have weekends off, I mean, last weekend, I know Yosh Dalton were, I believe, in Peru or somewhere like that, I think Ryan was there. You know, our guys are going, I would say, 40, 45 weekends of the year 
our guys are dealing with paintball, you know what I mean? I think some of our guys are just burnt out right now, you know what I mean? Like, when we, as in you and I started playing and we were playing 10-man, great westerns, and Pan Ams and stuff like that, like, we lived, eat, shit paintball. Like, that's all we cared about was winning that event. And back then it was a trophy, not much money, gun oil, six guns, you know what I mean? Like, like it was nothing. But we were so hungry because... If it was four or five tournaments a year, that's all we had. And we had two months in between events to th- sit there and think about how you beat me or I beat you or Lofty or whatever team won, you know what I mean? And now when you're doing 40-some weekends and you're playing 14 events, I don't know if you look at it the same as fun, you know what I mean? As in, like, I'm really excited to be here and, like, I've been looking forward to this one event. I mean, World Cup, no question about it. Everybody looks forward to World Cup. It's huge. It's World Cup. Stands are full. There's people, you know, three different sides, both the back ends, the snake sides full of people. 250, 300 teams. Yeah, we all look forward to that. But when you're doing all these other events, it's just, it's tough, man. I think it's tough to stay on top of it. I mean, last year we won both leagues again, you know? Mm -hmm. And we're not very far removed from that. No. Honestly, you know, the team is essentially the same. Yeah, I mean, we lost Stephen Pitts. That, That hurt, you know what I mean? Stephen was just... I mean, many of us believe he was one of the most underrated players in the sense you just didn't know his name as well, but the guy was a soldier to the bone. We lost a guy or two, you know what I mean? We picked a guy or two up. It shouldn't have hurt that bad, but you know the old saying is it's harder to stay on the top than it is to get to the top. You know, I was glad to come in and help rebuild this team, you know, my former team, back to where it was, and now you sit here this year in fifth or sixth place or whatever behind the Ironman, Damage, Heat, Russians, Infamous, believe we are in sixth place right now behind all those teams and you just look at it and it's like man you know what is the deal like we'll watch all the video that is on the webcast which is a great tool for a coach you know and you just go through it and it's like I just don't know if there's that same just digging deep every ounce of your energy of your body going into it but, you know, then it's also tough on the flip side of that, who do you call out? Like, do you say, Oliver, you haven't played well, or do you say Ryan? Because each one of those dudes would take great offense, because I do believe, in their opinions, every dude, and I'm not just talking about those two, all ten guys on our team put it all out there, you know what I mean? But I just don't think it's the same as if it's like, okay, you know, you had this last month, now we're going to another paintball event, and seven, eight weeks, now we're going to another event. I mean, here we are, two weekends, then we travel three weeks away from the event, and then after that, it was two months until World Cup, but there is other events, be at the Millennium and the other leagues that we play, and it's just like, man, I think dudes are just beat by then, you know what I mean? Like, no longer, you know, I remember when we would all go to World Cup, and it was like, like, fuck, dude, you know, here we are at the San Diego airport again, and we're all leaving Paradise to go to Florida, and, like, it kind of sucked, because the year's going to be over when we come home in seven days, or whatever, we come back through this place, and now it's kind of like, man, I just plane, I want to get out of here, I want to get out there, I want to get this done with, I want to get back on the plane, I want to come home, and the year is over, you know, like you hear before World Cup's even done now with a lot of teams, like I just, I'm looking so forward to three or four months off and just relaxing, and like in my case, you know, like December I'll be in Maui for a while, you know what I mean, with my kids and stuff like that, and it's just not the same as it was when people were like really looking forward to like another event, another event, another event. So to me, I think that's what it is right now. You know what I mean? I mean, injuries have plagued us this year. You know what I mean? Like, 
Mouse took the beginning of the season off. He was nicked and dinged up through the off season. He just said he needed more time, you know, so he took it off. Uh, Dalton right now has, I believe, a partial tear of his ACL. Uh, his doctors cleared him to play. Is this like his practice is light? He's taking it real easy on that. You know, Ryan is always dinged up. I mean, you see him out there with a protective wrist guard, thumb guard that's almost a cast. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, Ryan's played great this year, though. I think. Yeah, no, and he's picked it up too. Like, I mean, he's the second-ranked player in in the, in the league right now. Well, I mean, one thing people don't realize about Ryan is many moons ago when Oliver left, you know, Ryan had a lot of weight fell on Ryan's shoulders. It was not planned. I mean, I was there. I was there at Hollywood Sports the day it happened, you know what I mean? And Ryan's the kind of dude that steps up, like, you know. I think Ryan, like, especially within our team, is definitely... People don't understand Ryan, you know what I mean? Like, he comes across as maybe cocky or arrogant or this or that, but he's just extremely intelligent, and it's almost his curse, you know what I mean? Because to him, like... Well, paintball comes really easy to him. I mean, really easy to him. And, like, when you look at a field layout and, like, we, you know, we lose, like, we lost horribly our first match to the Russians, you know what I mean? It was 7-0 or something like that. Yeah. It was the first zero I've ever been handed. And, uh, I mean, as we're going over our mistakes to Ryan, they're just so obvious, you know what I mean? And to other people, like younger players on the team, they, they don't see the field, they don't see the game how Ryan sees the game, you know what I mean? So, you know, the Ryan has played great all year long, to bring it back to the point, you know what I mean? Ryan, Yosh, you know, Eggs, you know, a lot of people... I don't think a lot of people, you know, I wish we could have more cameras in our huddles and our meetings, actually, like when we're in the hotel room and people could see these guys. Because, like, Alex Frey is just, no question about it, the biggest soldier I have on my team. Like, I can say, go to this bunker, do this job. Because, you know, you got two minutes between points. By the time I mosey myself out there, if I'm on the far pit, you're down to maybe a minute left. So it's pretty quick. You hear, you hear, you shoot this, you shoot this. You know, we're going over this, the basic, and there's some things that can audible up at the last second. I mean, eggs never ask a question, you know, or like never like is negative about it. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Where we have other guys that want to audible things up, all the way out of play, it gets changed sometimes. Eggs will never do that. And he, I mean, if it's going, prime example is Galveston, where the last match before they called that thing, we knew it. We had seen them talk to all the teams, all the teams sort of walking away, so we knew they were going to push it to Phoenix at that point. We're playing shock. I mean, we had the game pretty well in the bag, and I, you know, I was like, all right, because I didn't want to show too much early in the tournament. I was like, we got a chance to finally do something. Nobody's really watching. There's no cameras out here. It was dark, and you know, like eggs go to their side of the field, go to their pin, just hand it out. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. We're already beating him. Like, let's go after him. Let's you know what I mean? Nice. And eggs is no problem with it. You know what I mean? And if I would have said again, like they never expected twice. You know what I mean? Eggs would. <laughs> Just go right for it, you know what I mean? It, yeah. Whereas when we got other guys that would be like, eh, eh, you know what I mean? It, Eggs does not, I mean, he's a soldier. Well, and think how long he's been doing this. He still plays in the front, and he's been playing in the front his whole career. And it's 2012, Dynasty formed in 2000, and he played the front before that. So he's been realistically playing the front at a high level of paintball for about 15 years right now. Oh. You know, and, and he stills up there. And, and I think that what's interesting is that because 
and, you know, I've watched every single game Dynasty's played this year, and I think that really the issues that you guys are having, because, you know, like, let's be realistic, you're in sixth, like, that's decently respectable considering the level of competition this year, but it's not Dynasty level respectable mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. If you guys aren't first, it's frustrating. If you're second, it's like, okay, well, we're still second, but that's still disaster, you know, so, and it, but, but it's like when, with, uh, you know, so you have, you've had issues in the snake this year. You had Zach Wake and Crunchy to start the year in the snake, and they weren't getting it done to the level that needed to happen. And then, but Eggs was playing really good, solid counterpunch paintball there just to keep you guys in matches, you know, running guys down. I mean, he made the highlight reel a couple times, just running guys down. And, uh, and then on the Dorito side, you got Dalton over there, um, you know, Oliver's done some stuff over on the Doritos, but you know, now Dalton's got that partial ACL time. Who knows how long that's been haunting him for, you know? So it's like, it, and, and Dalton played phenomenal last year, and then, then you picked up Alex, but Alex taking a while to get his feet underneath him again. He's played pretty solid, but not spectacular, and we expect spectacular moves out of him because last year he was probably the best player in paintball in 2011. So it's like, that's honestly not, and then it's like, okay, so you got Ryan playing really well, if Yosh has to put up the numbers that Yosh is putting up this year, something's wrong because not that Yosh isn't always a great player, but if he's getting as many kills and he's way up there, you know, obviously he was ranked at the very top for a lot of times in that. And then in Phoenix, when you guys blew out, he was the number one ranked player of Phoenix by 10 points. You know, that to me signal, I remember I always just said, you could probably second this as a back guy. I'd always be like, if I have to shoot four, four guys a game, Something's wrong, man. The good game. I know when our team's playing well. When I roll out, shoot a bunch of pods of paint. Don't kill anybody. You know, like that means that we're 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 doing what we need to be doing. So it's like, but with Alex, he he really is a soldier, and he has played pretty damn solid this year, man. You know, and you know, so it's like, but knowing that you, I mean, I really think I, I think Alex could have a big big event this particular event or uh, Alex Goldman Mouse. Um, I, I I think you will. Yeah. Did you you saw that layout though? The only the only you know he's a pretty crafty and intelligent snake player. Um, he's sometimes pretty crafty and intelligent player anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Anywhere, but he plays in the snake normally on big teams. Um, well, at least recently, you know. And uh, I mean, yeah, you could put you could put him anywhere. Put Mouse anywhere, but um, and we want and that's another thing, you know. Like we lost the Ironman, or we didn't lose the Ironman. The Ironman beat us at the last event. I mean, we have game plans like the Russians taught me a lesson on aftermath when they beat us. Two, well, the damage beat us one year, and then the Russians beat us horribly another year. And they knew what we were going to do. We showed our whole playbook by the time we had got to the finals because we we did we had to we didn't have a lot of different you know different rounds in the clip. It was kind of <laughs> like this is what it was. And I mean, they beat us with seven one seven two. It was a it was a throttling. And uh, the one thing like at the last event with Dynasty. We had different plays. We had other looks with Mouse going down the Dorito side or down this side or down that side. And we just didn't get to use it because the Ironman sent us home early. You know what I mean? Had we have got, like, we had to play Heat again or the Russians again, we would have put Mouse over in the Dorito side, put Dalton over in the Snake side. Because Dalton, if you look last year at World Cup, Dalton played the Snake for us. Mm -hmm. He actually did well for us over there. So I think we have the, the one good thing with all the all the bad that we've had this year is that we have the ability to switch some guys around. Like I can, eggs is played on the Dorito side this year too. We can literally put them anywhere on the field. Oliver will go over to the snake side. Well, oh you know? yeah. I mean, all, I mean, we're talking about some of the best, then that's, what's interesting about dynasty. Cause it's like, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been, I've seen, I mean, we tried, I, I played with Yosha and Oliver on the arm, and I, I saw these kids grow up from children, you know, and now they're 30. I live with Ryan. You know, I, I've been as close to that team as you possibly can. And, uh, and those guys, I mean, now you have these certain roles where it's like, okay, yeah, Mouse is in the snake, and Oliver, you know, he's a little bit more, um, you guys use him as a little bit more of a utility man than most people, but Eggs is normally the second guy to go in the snake. It just depends, but absolutely, man, I mean, and then Ryan, Ryan's one of the most versatile players I've ever seen play the game. So it was Oliver, too. I mean, you guys really, but as a coach, that's got to kind of be hard in and of itself because it's like, okay, well, if someone's not getting it done, it's like we've had, we had this talk actually out on the field right before Chicago started. I'm like, hey, what do you think about getting uh, Ryan up in the mix? And you're like, yeah, sure, but, I mean, he, you know, I need Ryan to do what Ryan does, and what am I going to take, Dalton, uh, first guy in the snake? Dalton's a beast, you know? I mean, so, but, I mean, that's got to be tough for you, because no well, one's going to put these guys in You know what I mean? When yeah. you lose a game, close or bad, and, you know, again, this is the worst loss I've seen in a long time. When you lose a game bad, and you start to look back at, like, man, I could have done this. I could have put this guy here. I could have put me or you. You know what I mean? All the different things that go through your head, then it becomes tough. Because, you know, on some teams, if... I mean, even, like, let's call it the Ironmen, because, I mean, they're close. I know their roster pretty well. Like, Kyle Splick pick a, plays the Snake. That's, that's where he plays, you know what I mean? They don't really use him on the Dorito side. Like, certain guys play certain roles on that team, you know what I mean? Ryan Martin usually is on the Dorito side, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's a little tougher. If you, it's easier if you lose a game like that. Like, well, Matty, you didn't play well in the back center. Mike Paxton didn't play, or this or that. But when you have so many versatile different players, then as a coach, you know, you, you put it on yourself. Like, man, if I would have put... Mouse over on the Dorito side, you know, like Oliver was having a rough game there, you know what I mean? It's just hindsight, you know, 2020. Yeah. Like, it is what it is, but it, it's tough, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think against Houston Heat, we played them the weekend before, and we never showed them the same look 10 points in a row because with so many different guys, it was like Oliver Snake, this guy here, Yosh, instead of, I, you know, I have ones, twos, and threes. A one is my primary outside guy. Two is the role guy, the support guy. The two keeps the one alive. The one does the killing, you know what I mean? And then the three would mainly be the home guy shooting, be it like a Yosh or a Rusty or something like that, shoots. And then usually is the extra man advantage to a side, you know what I mean? If you're going to try to put three guys down a side and really man up and power down a side, the ones, twos, and threes. And, you know, like you look back and it's like, man, could I put this guy as the one or this guy as the one? It, the besides Yosh, I mean, maybe I wouldn't want to use him as my primary one. You know what I mean? But as a two, the dude can handle business. Yeah, Yosh would be totally fine. Mid and he's almost a hybrid two at that. I would call it because there's so many times if it's G one, G two, and there's not a lot of bodies on the field, Yosh will leapfrog his front guy and go down and blow the you know Dalton and doesn't matter who. I'm not going to call anybody out because just any other good player on a pro team is heads up with him. Yosh gets the opportunity, he'll, he'll slingshot right over him and go stab that dude, get him off the field, and blow the side open for him. I mean, I don't know how many times as a coach I've seen him hunting down the highway, mumbling and bumbling, and just, like, just getting... <laughs> mumbling, it, stumbling, tumbling. And getting two, three Gs out of it, yep. where, like, I, you know? And it's great as a coach, you know what I mean? Because... I've coached good teams and I've coached bad teams, you know, and I owned a bad team for a while. Afterbirth wasn't always the greatest team, you know what I mean? They were pretty good. They were bad in the beginning, but you guys well, we had a semi-pro team. We had, good, we had a know? second team that, you know, was hit or miss. And, 
I mean, it's a blessing as a coach. You know, I don't know if I'd even be doing this anymore if I had to coach a rebuilding year. And that's, I just, I got three kids, man. Like, I got, <laughs> I got better things to do, you know what I mean, than to rebuild and, like, have to teach people the basics. But then you get to the top end where we are with a, a really good roster. I mean, it's like a Ferrari, dude. When the thing's tuned, a bad boy's bad. But when it's not tuned, man, you'll blow that engine right apart if that makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and totally like that's kind of, kind of what you see right now. You know what I mean? Like, and trust me, dude. I think about it. You know, like I have my own place. I live by myself now. You know what I mean? I sit there nights and just watch tape and just like. I obsess about it, you know what I mean? Because it just, man, that's not, you don't go from first place one year to, I mean, I think we had to go to World Cup and win a game or two to lock it up pretty well, you know what I mean? Yeah. To like, now we're struggling to make Sundays and we're getting beat and it's just like, what the? Well, it's also frustrating too because, you know, now it, it, it's always, it's like fighting, you know, it's like, you know, it's like who, who's won what, you know, so it's, it's almost like when you get, uh, like, you guys did win the series champs last year, but it almost got forgotten because Tampa Bay won the last two events of the year. Came well, out and won the first one, you know? And so it should have been. I mean, Tampa Bay did did really good. They had a bad event, so you could say, okay, they weren't consistent, so they didn't win an overall. But at the end of the day, if you could, if I could trade my overall for three individual wins, I'll take three individual wins. Because it's you know I mean? so hard to come by. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, PSP series champ is also incredibly hard to come by which means you had to be pretty damn consistent yeah. all year long but you know this sport really is defined by who's winning right now you yeah know? oh what you've done yesterday means nothing tomorrow yeah. you know what i mean you got to keep winning and well you know tats off to damage you know like a great group of guys you know i mean that whole team i can't think of anybody on that team that isn't a good dude how know? do you guys play damage i mean as a coach when you guys are heading into play you fucking hope you shoot more of them than they shoot at you <laughs> you know what i mean like it depends on the layout you know what i mean we went down and practiced them last year. They had us down, and it was a great practice, you know? Like, we play the Ironman a lot. You know I mean? They're right here. Houston Heat looks like, you know, Sarge lives out in the area now. We may see a little more of them. We see the Pirates, Mutiny, teams like that locally. But, uh, you know, we got to go out and play them. They kind of taught us a lot, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they could be up on bodies. It reminded me of the old Strange style, like, they weren't just gonna throw it at you just to trade bodies down, you know what I mean? Like they're intelligent. Obviously the dynamic of the team changed a little bit. No more Agent Smith. You put J-Rap back on the team for X-Ball, which was, he had played seven man with him before, but now he's on both. You know, the dynamic of damage has changed a little bit. You know what I mean? Carthy's gone, you know what I mean? The young kids, you know, Keith and Jacob Edwards are just monsters, you know what I mean? Like. That's another talented roster, you know? The most underrated dude, in my opinion, in paintball right now is Chad. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how he can be underrated anymore. I mean, for the past yeah, I years, just, you know, like when you like talk dominating. to out here on the West Side, like you talk to kids, like people don't know that name. And to me, I'm like, Chad's always been a nice dude. I, I think we're friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. At paintball tournaments. But like, dude, that dude's a, that dude's a great sick. white dude. Like, he's a big shark, he's, you know what I mean? He's like, sick. He's like, nasty out there. I mean, at practice, it's like, man, here he comes. Okay, we're going to trade the body out. Or, you know, do we have an extra body on that side? And it's like, fuck, he shot one. How many dudes? His burst speed is ridiculous. Yeah, man. I mean, I've thrown my clipboard multiple times over it where it's just like, how? But then at some level, you just realize that somebody's just a great individual paintball player. And that's why it's a race to seven. Because if it was a race to one, guys like Chad would be game yeah. changers on their own. You know yeah, what I mean? But sure. you know, playing damage to get to the point, like 
you hope you practice well. You hope you don't. You hope you make less mistakes than they do, because everybody makes mistakes, you know. And you can go back into most games and look at three three points in that game that probably were changers, good or bad. Like, hey, you know, good job, Hinman, you got a major, you know what I mean? Or, hey, they got a major, you know what I mean? That right there, I mean, you know, last tournament I know Seattle got some majors. I mean, we put the pedals to the floor and just ran it down the throat, you know what I mean? Because in this game, with good teams, four on five, that's all they need, you know what I mean? And uh, with damage, you know, you just got to hope, man. Well, that, and that was the difference for them. Like, I talked to Dave Baines. Uh, he did an interview for us recently on PayPal Access. He had a lot of interesting things to say. But one of the things that he said is, like, yeah, that was, like, one of the th- mistakes that we made that has kept us out of the past two events. You know I mean? They come in and win the first event in Galveston, and then they have a bad day on Saturday in Phoenix, which causes them to lose or to get knocked out. They don't even make Sunday, which is so, that's like, you know, I mean, that's like Haley's comment. They don't normally do that. And it's a very rare thing. And um, and then, you know, heading into the last event, they were like, hey, we got to step back up, man. We can't do this again. And obviously, they made Sunday. But again, it came down to them losing five on threes, you know, and, and which is something they don't normally do. You also move, you know, a couple. I mean, uh, I believe Dan Wake said this to me years ago on Aftermath when Zach came aboard. And it was keeping 70, 80% of the roster intact through an offseason. And a team like Damage hasn't lost that many guys, you know what I mean? They only lost Carthy, and that was Joey. You know, they made the decision as a team to move on and part ways from Mike. You know what I mean? And Brian, I believe, just retired, you know what I mean? Well, Brian, he, he got a, a new gig with a different firehouse. Yeah. And he was just one of those things. He's, you know, real life, hashtag real life problems, couldn't do it, you know what I mean? Just yeah. one of those things. Back the low, low man on the totem pole again. You totally, know? you know what I mean? But, like, losing two guys can make it, you know, teams like that that are, I mean, like Dynasty right now, we got five, six, seven pretty solid dudes, but that back end of the roster is constantly fluid, you know, and I don't see that changing right now. Like, uh, you know, some of our young guys haven't played to the expectations of the older guys. And... Well, yeah, that was my next question was that, I mean, you know, like, look at, the, like, the Ironmen are an interesting example of this. You have, you know, Mike's playing great this year. Mike Paxson, playing phenomenal. He's, you know, top-ranked player on the team, having a standout year. Uh, they're ranked fourth overall. They don't seem to have that mental composure to get them past the the next, the, the deeper, deeper end of the pool on Sunday. Um, that's a matter of time. But, you know, you look at, like, Brandon's transition from being first guy in the snake. Now he's more of a, he's the two, like you were saying, over on the snake side. And then Scott has been doing, you know, bodybuilding stuff. And, uh, and, but, but I talked to SK about this and he, he doesn't care. He is, there's no, he, and everyone knows it. It's like, he's ruthless when it comes to, it's not about who you are or what you've done. It's about what you're doing for us right now. And, uh, and, and you guys don't really have the depth on the younger end of the team to really put any pressure on anybody, you know, to, to make them play the best paintball they can play. It's like, oh, this kid may take my spot because yeah, you know, I mean, you have some talent on that are the younger guys on the team, but it's like they're not going to take Ryan's spot. They're going to push him to play any harder. You know, it's like Mace is going to go out there and take Ryan's spot. You know. Yeah, I mean, it would be definitely tough for the younger guys on our team to really ever outperform one of those dudes. The here and the now, you know what I mean. But there's some of the younger guys that could definitely play better. You know what I mean, like. I mean, Andy Horvath showed up this year. He played well going through practice. We was literally down to the registration line. 
Hammer Mesa, Hammer Mesa, Hammer Mesa. Vote came up seven votes. First six were three and three split. Seventh vote was Oliver's. Oliver said, the guy's got to play with me. I want Andy to play behind me. That was it. You know what I mean? Like, that was... That was that sense then. That's a close you know, vote, man. It doesn't get closer than that. I mean, we were literally standing in the registration line, like talking no like this, and it was like, Mason and we're both standing in the line. It's like, there's nine dudes plus those two. Somebody's got to go. And I'm like looking at the guys like, you guys need to make this decision because it's not like this team is different because it's not just on me. It's on those guys, Dalton, you know, all the, the core guys, Alex, Ryan, Yosh, Oliver, Glenn somewhat. Dalton, those were the six guys that were kind of asked, you know what I mean? And then on the seventh one, you know what I mean? Now Mouse is back around now that he's back from his long off season, he gets a vote in things, you know what I mean? It's ran a little differently than I think Damage is probably, you know, a team like that or the Ironman is square on Paul's shoulders or Skinny's shoulders. Russians, I mean, the players have not a ounce of a say in what goes on really. It's, I mean, Kirill might put two cents in but they make a dollar out of it you know what yeah. I mean like that's that's <laughs> yeah. that you know what I mean yeah. like so you know he you know Andy since then just has like he's had some personal issues you know family life issues you know Mesa's played well you know unfortunately he plays kind of a two role and it's just tough you You're know what I mean stack with twos and we're stacked with ones that can become twos and twos that can become threes you know what I mean like there's where we have a lot of wild cards. You know, we lost Mike McCormick at the beginning of the year. Uh, real life caught up with him and he had to work, you know. I mean, he hasn't played. He's played paintball at the field, but he hasn't played for another team. He's not looking to play for another team. I know he's gotten some offers from other pro teams locally to come out and try out. I believe he'll be at practice with us this weekend. You know, there's other guys, ex-aftermath players out of the camp, you know what I mean? That you know, be it like a Tristan Barner has come up, you know, a longtime friend of mine, Tristan, yeah, that his name's come up as just like a back end, yeah. Tristan, yeah, just tattooed up Tristan, yeah, yeah, <laughs> aka Punchy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, we've had a lot of names, but you know, paintball still like to get wasted and punch people, oh, uh, what, yeah, you know, <laughs> I love Tristan, dude, he's Tristan, a character, yeah. that's for sure, Good dude. but uh, there's a lot of young guys, you know, Compton Ray. Uh, another ex-aftermath guy. He'd gone in the military, is back from his service to the country, and is playing full-time. You know, I mean, he still needs to get his feet underneath him, but he's, I mean, he's a soldier, as a soldier gets, you know. He's the only dude that's made Mike Paxson flinch in the Mexican standoff, you know what I mean? <laughs> I kid you not. Mark, really? Yeah. Tell me that story. Oh, we're out at the field. I mean, at the end of the practice, I mean, you can bring the camera out anytime. When it's coming towards the end of the day, Ray will, like, when guys are getting done, it's like, I got a pod left, or I got two pods left, Ray will start taking the pods off of them and strapping them on his back, and will just go to, like, one of the corners, and, like, the second the game's over, he will raise his gun up and just start giving it to people. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's paintball. Not, it's old school paintball at the end of the, yeah, yeah. We and, I mean, yeah. they're running around, you know, like, just running around the field shooting each other, and it's just a free-for-all of shooting each other, and... I mean, you could see from the hillside of Camp Pendleton that, like, man, Paxson and Ray were getting close, and it's like, that's going to be an interesting one to see who's going to back down on that one. And, uh, I mean, Ray just stood there, and Paxson was just covering his face. Ray just re you would reach up with one arm, wipe it off, and just keep going. And finally, Paxson started backing up on it because it was like, man, Ray is just not... I don't know if that little wire in his head that says, like, this hurts, 
just exists. isn't connected. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because like he just, I mean he's a he's a ruthless vato. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah, it was pretty wild. Like he, Steve was there. Uh, Steve Humphreys, Eric's dad. I mean, because we always sit at the field and BS together. You know what I mean? And it was like, damn, like Paxson's back. I mean, I, from the Bushwhacker days. I mean, nobody could make Paxson flinch. You know what I mean? He's just a he's an enforcer, dude. Man, bear, beast. He's a child, straight, straight enforcer. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the younger guys, all in all, just we haven't gotten. Them. But it's tough too, you know, like on this team because. I mean, how many good young guys do you really want to pick up? Because we got a lot of really good guys already. I mean, just, you know, Alex Ryan, Yosh, you know what I mean? Oliver, Mouse, Dalton, Glenn, Rusty, you know what I mean? Guys like that. I mean, you could start with Compton Ray, nine, you know what I, I mean? mean like, yeah, and do you really need more than that? And I think in the race to seven format, I don't know if you need more than six, seven, eight good guys. You know what I mean? I mean, it's great to have 10. Of course, we all love to have two balanced power, super duper lines. You know what I mean? But you beat 77, 172, but you're talking four points. I mean, we've had point times like that where we've come off the field and Eggs has been like, I played three points, dude. Like what? Because with our, like last night we ran multiple lines. Instead of one and two, we ran one, two, three, four. We had four like different player packages we were running. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Eggs comes off, he's like, I played three points, man. Like, what, at night and sweating, really? Like, what, you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't out of, he was in trouble with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was just like, yeah, I guess I did pick that one and that one and that one and that one. And you did only get three reps. So, it's tough, you know, like, it's tough to build a 10-man roster because then, you know, like, I mean, how many guys have I single-handedly helped to develop for other pro teams? Yeah. Let me ask you this question. You get five guys to put out from your roster. You're playing for a million dollars, $500,000 of which you get to keep. Who would you put out there? Well, thanks for listening to the Real Deal podcast brought to you by paintballaccess.com. And there's a wealth of content on the site. There's videos from the past events. There's player statistics. We have stories and blogs from the top players in the game. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You know, that way you guys can stay in touch with all the news and events in the paintball world. And to find a local event near you, make sure you check out PSPEvents.com. There's tons of affiliates all over the world. So whatever level of paintball you happen to be playing at, even if you play rec and you want to get into the game, uh, you definitely can find it on PSPEvents.com. Also make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, MattyMarshallSD, and let me know who you guys want to hear from on this podcast. And if you like the podcast, make sure you tell your friends about it so we can keep doing this. So thank you guys for tuning in to The Real Deal, and be sure to listen in next week.